Good morning, everybody. We have a lower trade in the grain markets here early on Monday morning. It is 6.30 a.m. Central Time. March corn futures down four and a quarter at 4.16 and a quarter. January soybeans down 11 and a quarter at 11.51 and three quarters. March Chicago wheat down eight and three quarters at 5.66 and three quarters. March Kansas City wheat down nine and a quarter at 5.33 and a half. March spring wheat down three and a half cents at 5.47. So a little bit of pressure here to start off the week. Brazil caught some rain over the weekend, uh, much needed rain. There were some storms that passed through a lot of key uh, soybean growing areas during the last several days. We've got more rain in the forecast over the next seven days. A lot of Brazil and a lot of these key soybean growing areas will see two to three inches of rain, and there's a little bit more in the extended forecast. Despite early season weather issues in Brazil, you know, they started off very dry, of course, planting was delayed initially. Uh, just about every analyst out there continues to project record soybean production. And that's not necessarily because the yields are going to be record large or, or phenomenal by any means. It's because Brazil continues to expand acreage at a fairly rapid pace. So even given, um, you know, trend line or slightly below trend line yields, uh, they're still able to produce a record crop. Uh, USDA may adjust those South American crop estimates in their report on Thursday. I'll talk about that here in a minute. Fund traders remain heavily long the corn and soybean markets. Uh, length has been reduced a little bit in recent weeks, however. Uh, estimates at Friday's close, funds estimated to be net long 246,000 contracts of corn. Uh, that's still a pretty hefty net long position. Funds estimated to be net long 186,000 contracts of soybeans. That's also still a hefty net long position. Funds now short the SRW wheat market to the tune of about 11,000 contracts. Combined net fund length across the corn, soybean, and SRW wheat markets, 421,000 contracts. That was up to about 550 at one point at its peak. So overall fund length across the those three contracts has certainly come down, but it's still pretty large historically. There's there's still only a handful of occasions uh, since modern record keeping began that funds have held this type of length uh, across these markets. USDA will release its monthly crop report on Thursday. Traders generally expect friendly numbers in regard to U.S. corn and soybeans. They're looking for a lower U.S. corn carryout number, not by a lot, but but uh, you know, 10 million bushels below last month. U.S. soybean carryout expected to fall down to 168 million versus 190 last month. I think some traders are looking for uh, maybe in both crops potentially a smaller 2020 U.S. crop. Still, I, I know USDA doesn't typically make these big adjustments after say October, but we saw a November adjustment. I suppose it. December adjustment is not impossible. Um, I think that there are people who believe that some of these demand numbers are still too low. So I'll talk a little bit more about that report uh, later in the week, but I, I think some friendly numbers expected to some degree. U.S. HRW wheat areas will see only minimal rainfall during the next two weeks. Drought is slated to persist across much of the southern plains, much of the northern plains. Your key areas uh, for this HRW wheat crop of Texas, Oklahoma, Kansas, Colorado, Nebraska, they're going to see no more than a half an inch of rain in total between now and the 23rd, according to this morning's forecast. So very, very little rain. Uh, that drought is is going to persist and build. Wheat futures have pushed lower, 
So we've got these crop issues in the U.S. that I keep talking about, but the, the market has actually leaked lower. You've got some better weather conditions or forecasts in places like Australia and Canada. There's also some chatter regarding uh, Russia and, and the idea that it could increase its export quota there. That's a, a negative factor that would really hurt uh, U.S. export demand potentially. Uh, weakening U.S. dollar has really not helped wheat prices very much. Now, in the outside markets this morning, the, the stock market's a little bit lower. The, the dollar's a little bit higher. But in general, the U.S. stock market's been very strong and the dollar's been very weak. We've got kind of the same story at play here. Uh, Massive, massive government stimulus has, I think, resulted in some inflationary action across some of these assets, including U.S. equities. Um, Vaccine hopes are also helpful. There's a new stimulus bill that appears likely. So all of those things helped uh, push the stock market to fresh all-time highs just last week, I believe. Now, there is some news this morning that the U.S. may sanction some officials in China because of of, uh, some things with the election in Hong Kong. Uh, Maybe that's why the market's down a little bit. We're only down 100 points in the Dow, which is really nothing. Uh, Remember tonight at seven o'clock central time, I will be doing the second edition of the Grain Marketing 101 series. It will be streaming live on YouTube and also on Facebook. Um, If you need those links, let me know. Send me an email to info at standardgrain.com. I've got it posted on my Twitter page. And if you go to the Grain Markets and Other Stuff YouTube page or the uh, Grain Markets and Other Stuff Facebook page, you can find the links there. But I'll be streaming live with Chris Barron of Aggie Solutions, who's a friend of mine. We're going to talk talk about uh, farm budgeting, uh, figuring out costs of production, revenues, all that sort of stuff. We really talk about numbers and, and how it uh, affects your grain marketing and how it's such an important uh, thing to be aware of. So that will be streaming live at seven o'clock central time tonight. Um, again, if you need those links, uh, shoot me an email info at standardgrain.com. Corn markets backed off a little bit. Um, you know, we had this trend line in place off of those August lows and, and, uh, we're trading below it here this morning again. Uh, the market got, the March contract got within a few cents of those lows from last week. So we, we bottomed last week. We recovered. Now we're back down. Um, I still think fund liquidation ahead of year's end is possible. Um, the technicals have, have, turned over just slightly. Um, I'm not seeing a ton here in terms of friendly news. I know there's chatter regarding some additional Chinese purchases. We haven't seen a flash sale of anything to China since I think November 6th. So so it's been more than a month now, I believe. Uh, Soybean market has also leaked lower. I would say given the weather in Brazil, which is looking a little bit better, the market's still holding up um, uh, slightly better. Uh, In terms of charts, I I did an episode where I talked about some downside technical targets, um, 11, 18, down to about 1088. That's your big support zone underneath the January futures contract. Wheat futures down, and uh, that March contract is trading its lowest level in several weeks this morning, um, marking under a little bit of pressure. Uh, cattle market, uh, we saw some cash cattle trade, I think mostly at 110 last week. Uh, there was some 109 on Friday. Uh, the box beef market was down pretty good, uh, anywhere from two to four dollars on Friday. Head of the cash open, the Dow again down 120, the SP's down 15. Uh, bonds up a little bit, US dollars up a little bit. Crude oil is down 49 cents at 45.77 in the January WTI. Precious metals a little bit lower. If you'd like some more information, visit my website, www.standardgrain.com. Go to that website, click on grain marketing plan. If you would like to know when, how, and specifically I am pricing corn, soybeans, and wheat throughout the year, check out that subscription service. It's $49 a month. You can cancel it at any time. There are no other fees. There are no other obligations. I won't try to sell you anything else. I promise. Um, Everyone have a great day today. Remember seven o'clock tonight, we'll be streaming live. Uh, We'll talk to you a little bit later.